Hey moms, Brie here. Question, have you ever found yourself at a loss for words when it comes to helping your athlete daughter? Specifically, before a game when she's feeling super nervous and you just want her to be confident or in that car ride home when she's being hard on herself and you just want her to also see the good things she did out there. Now, if you have, you're not alone. It's so hard to know what to say to get her out of her head and start believing in herself. That's why I'm excited to share about our four-day What to Say Challenge happening this month. This challenge is specifically designed for moms of girl athletes to help you know what to say to build her confidence without making things worse or causing her to shut down. Even if you're often met with things like, you have to say that, you're my mom. Over the four days, we'll be together for short trainings to give you strategies and scripts so you'll never be stuck wondering what to say again. The challenge is happening May 14th through 17th, and registration is open now for early bird pricing. So you get 60% off the challenge, and you can hop in for just $19. Head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge to register. That's also linked in the show notes. We kick off on Monday, May 13th with our pre-party, and I hope to see you there. Nerves and anxiousness are a good thing, but when does it become too much, right? When does it become too much? And our body actually doesn't know. It registers nervousness and um, excited as the same in our bodies. Like that's just registered as the same feeling. And so we get to label, your athlete gets to label what that feeling is. And so if she labels it as I'm, I'm having anxiety or I'm anxious or, oh my gosh, And then she's going to go into a spiral of negative thinking and it's just going to, what we focus on expands. And now it's just like, ah, she's not set up for success at all. But if she relabels that as my body's ready and I'm excited, then we can go into more of a a positive mindset, right? Where she's like ready. She wants to get out there. She's ready to play. She's like, my body's just working for me, not against me. Hey there, we're Christina and Brianne. And one of our greatest passions is enabling female athletes to uncover their greatness, allowing them to break free from their limitations and achieve their biggest dreams. As expert coaches and confidence and mindset educators, we created the Elite Competitor to enable moms and coaches to build lifelong confidence, resilience, and elite performance. Think of this as your weekly dose of inspiration, where you'll feel enabled with proven strategies, real life stories, and transformative lessons. Welcome to the Elite Competitor Podcast. Hello, moms. I'm so excited that you're here. We are talking all about performance, anxiety in athletes, and how to help. I know that this is a huge topic because, you know, a a lot of moms are saying that their daughters are struggling with some sort of performance anxiety, whether that be overthinking, not playing to their best, playing jittery, hesitating, and just having that, that overwhelming feeling of nervousness before their game. So we're going to talk about what performance anxiety is, and some things that you can help. All right, let's get into it. Performance anxiety. And I will just tell you, I remember, I have like a vivid memory of myself. I couldn't have been older than maybe like fourth grade, like crippled over in the passenger seat of my mom's car. Like we were at our soccer game, you know, and before the game even started. And I just remember sitting, like, it's a vivid memory of me, like sitting there, my stomach hurt. And I was like, I don't know. I can't, I don't want to go out there. It was like my first soccer game of the season. And my mom was like, it's okay. Like, well, let's get out there. And I was like, I don't think I can do it. And so I get it. I don't remember the end of the story. Obviously I went out and I played and that was that. I have no other memory of it. But I remember that feeling as an athlete, like vividly when I was young, that like feeling of, I don't want to, I don't want to do it, even though like I loved the sport. And then as I grew, you know, through my, my athletic career, like this, is, it's a very common feeling having the, those nerves and 
that anxiety before a game was present in every single one of my competitions that I ever competed in. And for most of my practices too. And so know that and we'll, we'll dive into that, but like part of this is actually normal. And part of it is going to be all about your athlete reframing what anxiety and nervousness is. But we'll talk about the difference between like healthy nerves and anxiousness and when it kind of crosses the line of too much to where it's like debilitating for an athlete. Okay. So let's talk about that nerves versus performance anxiety. And sometimes they can be used interchangeably. And sometimes what people label as performance anxiety is actually just very normal pregame nerves for athletes because nerves and anxiety are actually your athlete's body preparing her for what she's about to do. It is a very normal response to something that matters to her. It is part of our physiology for our body to respond to something in front of us that we're about to do that matters to us or that's important with those butterflies, with the nervousness, with the dry mouth, sweaty palms, things like that. Like those are all your body's like physiological responses to that. Like our digestion shuts down a little bit. That's why you get like the tummy troubles. All of the the blood is flowing to the brain and to the heart so that we're, our athletes are prepared to fight. Like they're, we're literally going into battle. So know that that is normal. Okay. And so when your athlete starts to talk about like my stomach or butterflies or dry mouth, sweaty palm, my heart beating is beating fast. Like that is like, okay, you're ready. So even just saying something like, awesome, your body is telling you that you are ready to go out and play is just a quick mindset shift that can help athletes. And we talk a lot about this in the elite competitor program on how to reframe anxiety and nerves before a game to my body is ready and I am ready to go. Okay. So some common things and some common pregame nerves, things that you might be able to see in your athlete, but some common things, some pregame nerve things that you're going to see butterflies, dry mouth, like sweaty palms, fast heart rate, appetite goes away, kind of that inability to focus. Oh, I like that. She gets super quiet. And that's also, that's, that's fine. Jitters or the yips sometimes we call it. So it's like this, like just kind of over overactive hyper. And then you'll see her in warmups kind of like making maybe some silly errors. And we call those like the yips, you know, she's just kind of, kind of working through some things, but yeah, getting quiet. So she's kind of getting internal a little bit nausea, vomiting, you know, so some athletes experience that to a certain degree. And I'll tell you some of that, sometimes that is it classified in like the normal range, right? Now, if it's too much, we'll talk about what kind of like goes over into like, you know, debilitating anxiety. But also what you'll notice though, in these pregame nerves is that sometimes it goes away once she gets, when she starts playing. So she gets through her warm up, maybe through the first like few minutes of the game, and she kind of gets into a routine and she gets a little more comfortable. And then she's like kind of in a flow. And so you'll see some of those things. Now, like I've said before, nerves and anxiousness are a good thing, but when does it become too much, right? When does it become too much? And our body actually doesn't know it registers nervousness and um, excited as the same in our bodies. Like that's just registered as the same feeling. And so we get to label your athlete gets to label what that feeling is. And so if she labels it as I'm, I'm having anxiety or I'm anxious or, oh my gosh. And then she's going to go into a spiral of negative thinking. And it's just going to what we focus on expands. And now it's just like, ah, she's not set up for success at all. But if she relabels that as my body's ready and I'm excited, then we can go into more of a a positive mindset, right? Where she's like ready. She wants to get out there. She's ready to play. And she's like, my body's just working for me, not against me. So it really does depend on how we label it. But when does it become too much? Okay. Now, if athletes are having these like debilitating thoughts and she's like stuck in a loop. So I heard somebody comment or saw somebody comment in the larger group that like, 
she overthinks everything. So she just gets into this loop where she's like thinking worst case scenarios and she can't get out of it. Right. And we all know and our athletes who are going through our programs know that like thinking like that really does impact how she shows up on the court in the field. Can't perform basic movements even after she's warmed up or even after she's gone through those first few minutes of the game. And she's still like, can't like, she can't do like basic passing or, you know, shooting, like just very basic things that she would normally be able to do very easily. And we're already in the game and she's still not able to do those things. Okay. Then we're going into like, this is not helpful. Okay. And then we're getting into like, can't sleep the night before. Now that also is like, she's excited. But if it's this, like, she just doesn't get a wink of sleep, she won't eat. And again, not eating, that's actually a sign that the body's preparing herself. Like when our digestive digestion shuts down, like that's a normal physiological response. And so if your daughter is having a lack of appetite, you might need to force her to eat a little bit, but like, that's okay. That's actually very normal. But if she is like not eating, like in the days leading up, to her competition, then we're getting into that that time where it's like, well, that's not actually helpful because now she's not fueling, okay? But a little bit of like loss of appetite before she goes out and plays is totally normal. Like that's, we don't want to classify that as like she has anxiety. That's like her body's preparing herself, okay? But when we get to that point where it's just like not helpful, you know, like the thoughts, the negative thoughts won't stop. She is getting out there and she's just totally choking. Like she is, you know, the whole game is not going her way because she's, suffering from this anxiety, that's when it kind of crosses the line into too much. Okay. So like I said, the right amount of pregame nervousness and anxiety actually enhances an athlete's performance. Like we need it. Athletes need it. If she goes out there and she's flat and has nothing, she's not going to play her best. And so, you know, how can we make sure that we harness that like good part of it? And here's how, here's like three things that your athlete needs to strike that balance. So first of all, she needs to have awareness of what her optimal zone is. So that's the that's the first thing. She has to know her optimal zone. And athletes who are going through the elite competitor program or have gone through, they when they go through module six, they learn what their optimal zone is. We call this their hype number. And so they are very self-aware on where they need to be and exactly what that feels like to play their best. Many athletes don't know what that feels like. They go out and they're like, I'm super, super, super nervous because this is a big game or I'm not really nervous, but they don't realize where they need to be and what what that correlates to what they do out on the court or the field or in their sport. So a lot of athletes don't have this awareness, but this is so, so important because if you have an athlete that plays up and down and is inconsistent, it's because she, her hype number is like all, you know, all over the place. She doesn't know what she needs to be at. And so every time she goes out and plays, she's at a different level of arousal is what we call it. And so she has to have awareness of where she needs to be to play her best. So that is key number one. She has to know her optimal zone and that takes some self-awareness. It takes some, you know, we take athletes in the program through a whole activity on how they find their hype number and so that they know what it is and exactly what it feels like. So when they get into that pregame situation, they know like, okay, I'm not there or I'm over and I need to come back down but they have to know what does it feel like to be in my optimal zone before I go compete so that I play my best every time. So that is key. Number one is in order to strike that balance and use those pregame nerves to her advantage, she has to know her optimal zone. Number two, she has to have a routine to get her there. Right. And so the first key is self-awareness of knowing where she needs to be. And the second is she has to have a routine to get her there. It's not just going to happen. Right. Sometimes, sometimes it just happens and it clicks, everything clicks. And then she like plays really well. And then But that's almost worse because she's like, I have no idea how I did that. (laughs) You know, I don't know how to replicate it. I hope it happens next time too. But when athletes have a routine, they don't have to worry about that. 
They don't have to worry about like, I played well last time and hopefully I'll play well again. They have a routine to get them there. And when we, what we teach athletes in the program is a routine the night before their competition and then a routine leading up to their time of competition. And it's very custom to them. So they create, it doesn't have to be super long. Some athletes have very long routines, but it's all about what works for them. And the key is that it gets them to their hype number. So they have to know that was key. Number one, they have to know their optimal zone. They have to know their hype number. And then two, they have to have a specific routine that they do every single time that gets them to that hype number. Okay. Third thing is they have to have strategies for when they are thrown out of their zone. So they, so say an athlete comes in, their head number is an eight and they're coming in and they're 10. Okay. And they're like, it's just, it's too much. Okay. So they're thrown out of their zone. They have to have specific strategies that will bring them down to that eight. Okay. Same thing if they come in and they need to be at an eight. So they, they're aware of that and they are at a two coming in. They have to have strategies to get them to the eight. Okay. And so that's what we also teach in the program is we teach them very specific strategies on um, how they can come down and how they can hype up. Right. And and the key though, is athletes have to be aware of where they need to be. If they don't have that awareness and they're just feeling all these nerves, which are very normal, but now they're thinking, oh gosh, I'm nervous. I shouldn't be feeling nervous. How do I stop feeling nervous? And they don't have any strategies. They're going to feel more nervous. And that's where that anxiety creeps in. And then they start thinking those negative thoughts and they start overthinking and they they cling to these negative what if scenarios. If they don't have a routine to ground them and they don't have strategies that they can identify, that'll bring them back down to that optimal zone. So it takes awareness. Like they have to have awareness. They have to have a routine and they have to have strategies that bring them back to that balance right? Where they're not going above or below. And part of that routine is sometimes it's things that distract them a little bit so that they're not overthinking and they're not clinging to those things. And they just have a routine that grounds them. And so that's what we teach in the program. Now this, like I said, it takes awareness and it also takes some preloading. If we wait, if we wait for athletes to get in these situations where they are like super, super nervous and we're like, you're fine, you're fine. Just go out there, do your thing. They're not going to just go out there and do their thing. They need to have strategies before they get in those situations where they are nervous and they're experiencing anxiety. These these things have to be preloaded. We can't just like throw them out there and expect that they're going to, um, you know, be fine if we have not given them the skills to get them there. And again, these aren't skills that are typically taught by coaches, right? You know, most of the time it's just like, calm down, relax, you're fine, you're good. And those actually make things worse. They make athletes feel like, okay, now I shouldn't be feeling this. Now I'm feeling more nervous. And on that line, instead of fake it till you make it, athletes need to do the work to have have awareness and where they should be. But then the other thing I want to note is sometimes athletes are experiencing pregame anxiety because of expectations that they're putting on themselves or expectations that they feel like their parents are putting on them. And maybe you're not, but they just feel it. Or expectations they feel like their coaches are putting on them. And if athletes haven't done the work to uncover what these expectations or what these negative thoughts about themselves they're having, then they're they're going to always be there. And so that's another really key thing is that, you know, athletes also have to do the work to uncover some of these underlying things that are going on that are causing maybe some unrealistic expectations that are, you know, causing them to be very nervous before a game and having that anxiety that's kind of pouring over. I hear a lot of athletes, especially the ones right now that are commenting in the portal and in the elite competitive program, they're saying things like, 
you know, I'm expected to win or I'm expected to do really well. If athletes are hanging on to an expectation like that or like thinking that in their head, of course, they're going to have really high nerves before a game. Like there's a lot on the line and they don't want to let people down. And so athletes have to do the work also to uncover some of those things. And that's what in the elite competitive program. That's what they do in module three. They uncover those limiting beliefs on like, oh, where did I pick up this belief? Why do I have this belief that I have to win always or I have to make sure I don't let people down? And so they can uncover those limit those limiting beliefs that are kind of lurking below the surface and reframe them to something more productive. And even so even that simple shift can really help with that anxiety because that'll show up before a game. Right. Those thoughts will just like get bigger and bigger. So athletes also need to do the work there. Okay, so what we've gone over so far as far as uh, pregame nerves and anxiety first is that pregame nerves and anxiety is actually helpful and it's useful and it's there for a reason and it can enhance an athlete's performance to a certain extent as long as she has reframed it to um, make sure that that is working in her favor. The other thing is that when it tips over into that like too much, right, there's a few things that athletes need to do to make sure that they're striking that good balance. First, they need to know what their optimal zone is. They have to know their hike number. They have to have an awareness of what that is. Second, they have to have a routine to get them there. And it has to be consistent. So we teach athletes in the program a routine that they do the night before, and then also a routine that they do leading up to their competition. And then they have to have strategies for if they find themselves above that hike number, it's too, too much anxiety, or if they're coming in below. So if they're just kind of like, meh right? Because we need nerves and anxiousness. We need that. You know, we're reframing that as excitement and preparedness. And so they need to have strategies to get them up and also to get them down so that they're in that optimal zone so that they play their best every single time. Okay. So those are the strategies that we went over today. I hope that's helpful. Remember your daughter's mental game is her biggest competitive advantage. I hope you enjoyed that episode, moms. Quick reminder that registration is open for our What to Say Challenge happening May 14th through 17th. Head over to register so you can join us to learn proven strategies and game-changing scripts you'll keep in your back pocket for those pre- and post-game pep talks. The challenge is just $19 during our earlier pricing happening right now. So head to sportsmom.fyi forward slash challenge. That's also linked in the show notes, and I will see you there.